What's going on, gang? It's your boy. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh my gosh. Those people, man, they need a stern talking to. It's your boy. Hey, what's going on, YouTube? It's your boy, so-and-so. We at ya. And they're like looking at themselves, like making sure every strand of hair is laid on their head perfectly. It's just, uh, that's what we've come to, guys. That's the best our generation can do. I don't know. I sound like an old man more and more every day as I complain about my own generation. That's the one thing that old people don't do, though. They don't ever talk about themselves. It's always the next generation. Like, ah, these kids. Ah, back in my day, we had it right. And it's just like, that's exhausting. But I'm not even concerned about the next generation because I know they're not, I, I just know it's going to be wrong. I'm talking about my generation. I'm talking about kids that were born in like 1990 and up. It's bad. It's, it's really bad. You've got like maybe 15% of us out here like still grinding Whatever we're doing, we're going at it and we're giving it our all because, you know, we've probably seen what the other side could be. You know, if you didn't bust your butt every day, you know what, like, lies ahead because you've got friends. We That's the thing. We all have, like, a group of friends that we are now just acquaintances with. We don't really talk to them because they just don't have it together. You know what I mean? It's just like, what are they not getting? I don't know. Like, it's okay to reminisce and, like, think of the glory days, whatever those were. I don't really even know what the glory days are. Because, like, when you think about, like, you think of the glory days, you just think of the good times. Dude, there were plenty of crappy times like growing up as a teenager, for goodness sakes, I mean, I, I, can, I can count like 20 instances off the top of my head where I had a bad time as a teenager. And I'm not talking about just like, you had a bad day, you sing a sad song and you snort a Xanax. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I'm not talking about that. Of course we all did that. Of course we all did pills. <laughs> that's just that's just what you did as a kid, you know? You <clears throat> you let her rip off the old Beyblade and then you snort a line of Oxycontin. That's just what you did as a kid in eastern Kentucky, okay? No, I'm getting off track. But gosh man. My generation is uh it's crap. You remember all the wedding crashers? Whenever uh, Christopher Walken's character is like, all I see them do is uh, smear around blood on a canvas with a stick. And then Owen Wilson's like, well, some people call that art. He's like, it's crap. That's what our generation is. It's crap. I don't know. They just don't get it, man. It's like, it's not even... They've got the ability to go out there and do something. They're smart. We have smart individuals in our generation. They just don't apply themselves. And, like, that was the one thing that teachers told me in school is <clears throat> that, like, you're smart, Jacob, which is not the case. I'm not that smart. Uh, they say you just don't apply yourself, Jacob. 
you're just not applying yourself. Well, that's because I know for a fact that 90% of the stuff that you guys are teaching me isn't going to be used during my lifetime after I'm out of high school. So that's why I didn't care about it. And guess what? I was right. I, they need to do something about education, by the way. <clears throat> and that's where I'm taking this rant. Uh, <laughs> they've got to do something about it. They've got to do something about the... And we can do it during this Reconstruction era, like like this Reconstruction period with uh, the coronavirus and all that stuff. Because I know everybody's in a tizzy in the Department of Education where they're like, how's school going to be? Like, what are we going to do? What, like, what, are, what are new rules and policies that we have to implement because of this virus and this and that? Dude, don't even worry about the virus, man. It's fine. I'm telling you, I, dude, I live in Georgia now. We were the first state to open up, like, basically at 100%. And ain't nobody even talking about it anymore out here. I mean, people are wearing their masks just to be safe. I'll still wear a mask. But, like, nobody's, like, I don't know. Everybody's kind of just doing their own. Dude, we're fine. And I know. I don't see, like, I don't see the bigger picture. It's not like I can see every individual. I'm sure there's still people in Georgia that are getting it and dying. I'm just saying I'm okay. So that means everybody's okay, right? Isn't that right? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, the Department of Education, we got to do something. There's, there, like, I don't know, what they teach you in general is garbage. They don't teach you practical skills that, you're, that you need. That you need, man, when you grow up, like, buying a house. No, dude, that was the most, like, if it weren't for my wife, and she's never even bought a house, but she's just, like, a little more business smart than I am. She just knew, like, the steps. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. She just does it, man. She's just a, she's a genius when it comes to that stuff. But um, if, if, if it weren't for my wife, dude, I would have been so lost. I would still be driving a 2004 hand-me-down Mountaineer that, like, I had to re make repairs every month just to get by. I would still be living in a shoebox if it weren't for my wife because I just, like, I just had this mentality of, like, this is the best I can do, and I was afraid to take, you know, I, like, I've, I'm, I'm a risk taker. I am. But I do, like, once I get, like, to a certain level of security, I kind of just stay in my pocket. You know, you got to know your role, jabroni. And I know mine, or I thought I did. And then, like, Laura is just, I don't know, she just, she sees potential in me, and she's like, Jake, you're selling yourself short. You're, you're a god. I love you. You're the sexiest man in the world. That's what she says every day. When I come home, it's just every day. Like, I feel like a beetle when I show up. Um, <laughs> but, and the beetles suck. I will take that to the grave. The Beatles suck! Gosh, man. If I would have grown up during that period, that's all I'm telling you. I would I would have ripped them. I wouldn't have gone as far as the one dude did to John Lennon, but they would get a stern talking to. Just like uh, the It's Your Boy people. Overrated. I'm saying it. I'm calling it like I sees it. You know? That's just how I am. Now, nah, but uh, 
The Department of Education. Let's get back on track, guys. Gosh, why do you let me do this? Um, I'm also trying to work uh, while I'm talking, and I can do it. I can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. <clears throat> it might not be a straight line, but I can walk. <clears throat> but anyway, so like the Department of Education has to be adjusted. And they can use that, that time to adjust during this time uh, where it's just a complete enigma what next year, like next semester is going to be for kids and stuff. Dude, I've, I'm, I'm talking to people. They're all, nobody can give me a clear answer as to what's going to happen. There are some people that are like, well, they're going to start functioning more like private schools. Uh, I'm thinking more people are going to be homeschooling their kids. I don't know. I think everybody's wrong. I think everybody is just lost, man. You know, like I was whenever I was trying to buy a house. If it weren't for my wife, I'm telling you, I would have had an aneurysm. And this real estate, dude, this real estate agent, luckily, man, he had my back. He, dude, he, I, I mean, yeah, you got to be in it for yourself a little bit. Like, let's don't kid each other. That's, I mean, why else would you even go outside if, it, if you weren't trying to get a little something for yourself? You know what I mean? I'm just saying, this guy had my back, and I appreciate him. Shout out to Chris. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, back to what I was saying with buying a house. They don't teach you these. They don't teach you these things. You got to like fail before you can succeed. And like, if we're going off that, that's three steps forward or one step forward and three. That's three steps forward and one step back, man. You're still doing okay. <laughs> That's one step forward and three steps back. It sucks, man. Why would you start off on the wrong foot, man? Like, why can't we already have our ducks in a row? Who comes up with these expressions? They're so weird. You know? Little fish in a big pond. Count your chickens where they hatch. Don't do it. I don't know. Or do it. I don't even know how it goes. But yeah, man, uh, like teach us money skills, teach us how to buy a house, teach us, you know, about the stock market. Why are we learning, why am I learning about stoichiometry? I've shown no interest in it. I've shown no interest in chemistry. I'm not saying that it's not like something you need to be slightly aware of, but we don't need to like beat that into kids' heads. Not everybody... Dude, there is a... There's such a small percentage of, of people that are using even basic levels of chemistry, dude. Like, just teach us, like, give us the basics. Man, it should be a chapter. That should be a quiz. That shouldn't be an entire semester just, like, drilled into your head. I could learn other things. I mean, I'm not saying that I will. But I'm just saying, like, give us the opportunity. Like, give us some different classes. You don't have to have... I don't know, man. It's... <sighs> Listen. I feel like my stepson, he learns more off of YouTube than... Like, I ask him when he comes home from school. I ask him when he comes home from school and I say, Hey, man, how was school today? That is all right. And uh, I, I asked him, well, what did you learn? And he's like, I don't know. Dude, 
I know he's like kind of bullcrapping me a little bit, but when I finally do like get through and get him to like leak a little bit of what he learned, it is so. It is just so dull and banal. That kid learns more from watching YouTube videos than he does going to school. I'm telling you. Like, you. Are you going to know what you want to be when you grow up, when you're going to school? No! You figure out what you want to be whenever you're watching a YouTube video or you're out and about and you see somebody doing something you're inspired by. You're not at school and you're like, I want to be a mechanical engineer. They would, like, you, you see what I'm saying? You would have to want to be a mechanical engineer. You got to either know people who know mechanical engineers. You got to see the profession. You got to see them at work. Or you're like watching YouTube video and you're like, how's that? Like, how do you build something like that? Oh, you got to be a mechanical engineer. Okay. I want to be a mechanical engineer because I want to build one of those. You see, that's how it is. It's, it's, you don't, unless you're wanting to be a teacher or a loser, <laughs> that's the only time that you'll be inspired to be what you want to be like while you're in school. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm the wrong one. I work at a rock quarry. Did I think in a million years I'd be doing this? I've got a college degree that I don't even do anything with, man. It's a four year degree. Yeah, it's in communication. I'm a loser for choosing that as my major, but I had no business signing that freaking paper in the first place and going to, like, enrolling in a college, man. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. That could have been four years. I could have already been working this rock quarry and been, been even higher than I am already. And, and, and guys, listen, don't crap on blue-collar work, Okay. Don't let people tell you that you've got to go to college. You that is a that's dude. That's a freaking Mary Kay. That's a Ponzi scheme, dog. You don't have to go to college, bro. You barely got to go to high school, man. You can. I'm telling you, it's a lie. It, it's a freaking lie. And any teacher who tells you otherwise, dude, they they're that's why they're teaching, bro. Those who do, do. Those who can't do, teach. Why? Because they are failures. They are failures. And that's why they just like, well, I guess I'll just teach. I guess I'll just teach them. Get out of here. It's like a chemistry teacher. Oh, well, why aren't you a chemist? If you know so much about chemistry, why are you teaching kids? And it's not about the passion for kids. They don't have any passion, dog. That's like me saying I have passion for rock, working at this rock quarry. I, I'm a QC technician. I sample rock, and I make sure that it's okay to send out. You know, that's it. I don't, I'm not in love with this rock. You know what I mean? I'm here because it's just part of my job. I, I can't stand when people are, are like that. It's like, even, like, it's... <laughs> Police officers, soldiers, uh, you know, it's like doctors. I want to help people. Do you really want to help people? Do you really want to help them? Honestly, do you really, like, are you really doing this for your country? Or did something happen to where, like, 
you felt like you needed to be more. You weren't giving it your all, and you just wanted to be something more than you are at that particular moment, okay? And, dude, I'm not crapping on officers. I'm not crapping on soldiers or doctors. Those people are the freaking big dogs, man. Those are the ones running the show. I'm not crapping on them. I'm just saying that I don't think it is legitimate when someone says that they just want to help people or they like they're doing it to serve their country. Dude, I wasn't I wasn't army crawling out in my backyard pretending I was like Rambo because I love my country. It was freaking awesome, dude. I like I just wanted I wanted to be the most feared on the battlefield. You know? That's like that's why you want to do that. You don't like want to be a soldier because you're a patriot. You want to be a soldier because you want to feel like a BA Billy gun. You know? And there's nothing wrong with that. You can get your patriotism along the way. But that ain't why you did it. And if it is, somebody instilled that in your head. You know? Somebody put that in your mind that like, yeah, dude, that's... This is what needs to be done. Well, then why aren't you doing it? Why are you telling me that I need to do it? Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you fighting for the country? Huh? Well, because I gotta, I gotta make sure these policies are... That's the thing, man. Politicians, dog. What a what a limp wiener profession being a politician is. I don't know, man. I feel like our founding fathers had it right in the first place. Besides the fact that they were slave owners. That wasn't right. But I feel like their core concepts towards uh, the country, because like all men are created equal. Well, then why aren't they? You know? Like, I'm not saying these guys had it right completely. They definitely had their flaws. Um, I'm just saying that, like, as far as being a president, the reason why, like, you couldn't be reelected or you could only spend so much time in the office because they didn't want, they, they didn't want the corruption. They knew it would become corrupt if you stayed in there too long. You would be in it for personal gain and not like for the for the benefit of the society. You know what I mean? And we live in like everything is less and less impersonal as the years go by. And I just don't see us uh, getting any better. So with that being said, maybe a doctor does want to help somebody. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I was full of crap on that one. All right, I'll give you that one. Maybe a doctor, maybe a kid's like, yeah, I want to make people feel better. Okay, well, that's cool. <sighs> Where am I going with this, dude? Do you ever do that? You ever like, you ever say something out loud and you're like, wow, man, why do I think like that? Why? You know what I mean? That's what I was doing just now. Like, that's why I'm stalling and stammering because I think I was wrong about the doctor one. But the army one for sure, dude. Police officer, dude. You want to get the bad guy. When you were playing cops and robbers with your buddies, you want to get the bad guy. You won't, You don't want to protect and serve. You want to get the bad guy so you can be the hero. I don't know. 
You want to be the hero. You want to be the hero. That's it. Moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, gosh, man. Speaking of being a kid and just like playing pretend and stuff, I just uh, recently started a uh, playlist. I like I made I created a playlist. I got on iTunes and I just started like thinking of and asking like old friends that I used to go to the city pool with, like, hey man, what are some what are some songs that you remember back in like the early 2000s? So like we were like 11, you know, 12 years old. Back when we were going to the city pool on the regular, you know, you couldn't wait till summer break. You had your 50 cents ready, already laid out on the nightstand. So as soon as you woke up, man, you took off and went to the city pool on your bike. And these songs, man, like I heard a song the other day and I was like, dude, that's a city pool jam for sure. And so like I've, I've, I created this playlist of, it's, so far I've got like seven or eight solid songs on there and uh, it's just, I don't know man, it kind of takes you back to just a simpler time and I know I, what I was talking like it's okay to reminisce and this and that, uh, but to call them the glory days, yada yada yada, but I don't know man, being like 11 and 12, dude, the worst part of your life as an 11 or 12 year old was that like, for me, <laughs> for me being like 11, 12, 13, the worst part of my life was uh, like how, like how much greater my insecurity, like, like my self-esteem got because all my buddies were like hitting puberty and growing up. And I, like I was dating, like so my wife, was my girlfriend back during that time. Like I'm 11, 12, 13. Like she was my girlfriend around that time. And like, man, it's so weird even saying this, especially on a freaking podcast. But uh, I just like, I remember I was so insecure with myself that I was like, that's where my controlling issues started. Because once I had her, I was so afraid of losing her to like one of these guys who had armpit hair, you know what I mean? Like, I was so afraid of her like needing a man in her life that I was basically the reason why we fell apart. Sucks, you know what I mean? And it's all because I hadn't hit puberty, man. So I started like, like my, I don't know, I was taking like internal shots to myself, like just these blows. And that's why I was like a prick you know, to people and stuff, and I would, like, bust everybody's balls. It was really because, like, I, I was afraid. If it, Like, you know what I mean? It's like you want to deliver as many shots as you can just so you can be ready to take a couple blows yourself because that's what you're already doing on the inside. So anyway, like I, like, I remember telling Laura at the time, like, I didn't want her wearing makeup because I didn't like how other guys looked at her. And it wasn't even really the case. It was just that, like... She had hit puberty. She was like, she was developing. All my friends were like developed. And I was like, see, man. And here's old like pipsqueak Jake. Got this smoking hot girlfriend. And I don't know, man. I was just like so afraid of losing her that I just like try to keep her in this box. You know what I mean? That's why I like, like this tattoo I have on my arm of the rose inside the glass casing from Beauty and the Beast. It, it's kind of symbolic for uh, 
you know, my wife and I. Yeah, it's it's a great movie and this and that and story overall, but the message and how we interpret it, like, I I really do feel like there is a Beauty and Beast aspect in um, my marriage, where I am like the Beast, like I I she's not allowed to leave uh, type type of persona or concept I guess it, it's really it's really crazy man so like I've always like I've, I've tried to dial it back on my controlling and all this and that but that's I think that's might be the root of it all god dude did that just get like super duper deep I felt like uh, I felt like I said too much I will that's just part of it man I, I've, I've really I feel like I've grown a lot um in the past few years. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, and maybe I've not grown all in the right ways. I'm not saying like I'm a philosopher now or I'm, I'm holier than thou or some wise dude. I'm just saying like I've grown. I've, I, I can tell that I've like grown. And like I said, it might not be in the right directions and this and that. Cause see, my wife gets on to me all the time that like I think everybody's out to get me. I, dude. Yeah, I think everybody's out to get me. Because I've been gotten so many times, you know what I mean? Like, it's like whenever, like growing up, you know, my folks would, would they, uh, they would say like, we're getting ready to do this now, we're getting ready to have this, we're getting ready to go here, we're getting ready to do this. And it was always like this big hopped up thing that like I couldn't wait for. And then it was like, like pulled out from underneath me. Every time, dude. Every time. Like, everybody thinks that I had, like, this great life and, you know, nothing bad ever happened. Anybody who really knew me knew that wasn't the case. And that's why I kind of think, like, nobody really did ever know me. Because I always, like, kept things a secret. Kept things, like, pretty hush-hush. Because I didn't want, like, like my image or my family's image, image to be tarnished. So, like, I kept a lot of things on the down low. And it's just like we're looking back at it now because I feel like, yeah, whenever I say, like whenever my wife says, like, not everybody's out to get you. You need to stop being so paranoid and combative and this and that. It's because, like, that's all I ever saw. That's all I ever grew up with. I know. Yeah. Oh, really, Jake? Those are your problems? There's kids eating out of dumpsters. Yeah. I know they are. I know they're eating out of dumpsters right now, okay? I'm sorry. That sucks. That sucks, man. If I saw a kid eating out of a dumpster, believe me. Believe me I would take that kid home. I would. But I'm just saying, like, the reason why I'm so messed up, man, is a lot has a lot to do with those pivotal years as a kid, I really feel like between the ages of 11 and 14 are like, that's going to be you for a while until you figure things out. And that's what happened to me. Like, I carried so much of my 11 to 14 year old weight all the way up to my marriage and stuff and it kind of made fragments and, you know, it... it Dude, you don't have that much time here. You know what I mean? 
So, like, worrying about what other people think of you, worrying about, like, your image or protecting, like, your family. Dude, family, they're, like, the... They're the ones that hurt you the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, the, in my case, and that's what I ended up doing to my wife, you know? It sucks. It freaking sucks. But, luckily, my wife is top-notch, dude. She is. But she's also hurt a lot in her life. Like, her life has been pretty crazy growing up, dude. Like, when we try... Like, when we compare... And I'm not saying we're like, you know, wiener measuring each other, like who had it worse. She definitely had it worse, I feel. Um, she's definitely more sensitive than I am. I can take a shot, I can take a blow, but that wasn't like, I don't know. I used to fire back, like I used to be, and I am, I'm extremely defensive even to this day. But I hold in a lot now. Um, I bite my tongue because I don't want to say something. Just because somebody like said something that I felt insulted me or hurt me, you don't have to hurt them back. You know, there, like there doesn't have to be an equal reaction. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, she's had a pretty, pretty wild time. Do this, this, this like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. What am I doing? What kind of a weird podcast is this? This is like some guy just uh, being a freaking weirdo. like, And you guys are just sitting there thinking, where is this Where is this going? I feel like Jace want to start like bawling his eyes out or like I might, I might like end up having depression or something after this. <laughs> it's definitely not what I want. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to dial it back a little bit and, uh, talk about nothing else, dude, that you can't go back, bro. This podcast is done. You just got to shake it off and I'll catch you guys on the uh, next one. And no, I'm not like about to cry. I'm not. Um, that's not how I, I do cry and I cry a lot. Uh, believe it or not, guys, I do. I cry. Um, from a commercial, bro, I'm one of those guys that'll see a commercial and I'll start crying. I don't even care anymore, man. I cry. You can ask my wife, dude. I cry all the time. And guys, man, you got to start crying. You have to. You got to be more in, in, in touch with your emotions. You got to let your wife know that you're not, like, you don't have to pretend to be this G.I. Joe, dog. Just like, it'll make you such a more loving person if, if you cry in front of your spouse, man. And if, she, dude, if she thinks that you're less of a man because of it, then she ain't for you, dog. She's, she's still got to figure things out because you get one effing shot in life. You understand? You get one shot on this planet. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I believe in a heaven, but I don't even know what heaven's going to be, bro. You know what I mean? I don't even know what it's going to be. Are you going to retain those memories? I don't think so. Me personally, I don't think you're going to retain anything. I think all those burdens, all that stress, everything you've ever carried, the good and the bad, is going to be vanquished. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's, that's when your soul leaves and you feel free. All those burdens, all those hard times, everything that you've ever carried, both good and bad, you leave behind in the vessel. And your atoms, man, your soul, whatever you want to call it, it goes off. Out into the abyss, wherever, becomes a part of something else. I don't know, but that's heaven to me, all right? So you get one shot, cry in front of your girls. Cry in front of them until you meet the right one. And I don't care if, 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 if you got to move to a different town because she's telling everybody you're a, a big baby and then nobody wants to date you. <laughs> then, you can, then you can email me or something and say, Jake, you're an idiot, dude. You just cost me <laughs> my reputation. <laughs> Oh gosh, what have I done? I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know who would listen to this podcast. It's trash. This podcast is trash. <clears throat> oh well, I have a good time just like getting stuff out. Um, go home and cry in front of your girl. Try it one time, dude. Just let it out, man. You don't need. You don't need to hold it back and try to be tough. You're not. We're all just a bunch of pussies. You know? We all, like, every, I'm telling you. We all are. There's none of us that are just like, even the guys in the movies you see, like, that don't ever cry or whatever. Bro, because you're only watching them for an hour and 20 minutes, and they only got, like, I don't know, 40 minutes of screen time. So, yeah, I can go 40 minutes without crying, if need be. But those guys, man, they those characters even cry, dog. You tell me that that if I don't know Mark Wahlberg and Lone Survivor, his character, you don't think that like he cried when he came home and got a new puppy and looked him in the eyes and stuff and kissed him. You don't think that guy cried? That's the Lone Survivor. See, we're playing ourselves, boys. We're playing ourselves. Hey. Y'all have a good day. Go to work. Get off of that stupid YouTube doing dumb streams, trying to make money off that. Get out of those dumb pajama pants, bro. And go out there and work in a rock quarry like me. I am serious. I'm not saying you got to work in a rock quarry. But listen, it is a opportunity of a lifetime to work in a rock quarry. You might think I am absolutely out of my mind for saying that but I'm telling you I had nothing I had absolutely nothing not even a hill of beans dude and working in a rock quarry I I am able to do, I am able to live comfortably I'm able to provide a house for my family I'm I'm able to do things that I could only dream of happening. Dude, I'm able to do those things that my parents always said, we're going to do this, we're going to get this, we're going to have this and this and do this. That never happened. Why would they even tell me that, dude? Why did they tell me, like, this is... Dude, I don't care, man. Let's just all love each other. Like, why can't we just love each other, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care about the materials. If I had if I had the love, I wouldn't care care as much about the materials. Dude, even, like and that's the thing, like I remember I did used to like care about materials in a sense, 
Like I wanted what my friends had and this and that. But that's just because I didn't have anybody at home just teaching me about morals and good character. I come home to like a freaking WWE SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? I just come home to like people throwing food at each other at the dinner table, insulting each other, and just acting so nasty, dude. Like, I remember our family wasn't even religious growing up, and the first thing we do when we had come home, and man, I like even as a kid, I thought, wow, dude, like, have some respect. They would like they would come home and drop a big GD bomb. Like as soon as they come in through the, why does this house smell like dog piss? You know, take the f and trash out. How many times do I gotta take you to take the? You know, and it's just like, are you? I don't like. I don't even want to get into that, man. That is like a dark subject. I hate that stuff. That's not how you do it, man. It sucks that I that I grew up like I. I could have been a craphead just like the rest of them. You know, there's plenty of people who like follow in their parents' footsteps because that's all they know. And very few, and I'm not saying I'm better than them, but I'm fortunate that I had the mindset, even as a kid, like, well, that's not how you do it. And dude, I'm not saying I'm perfect, man. I'm not. Because I have moments, you can ask my wife, I have moments where a little bit of my dad slips out of me and I lash out. And I act out. And I'm telling you, man, that stuff is that stuff is disgusting behavior, bro. You've got to you've got to accept yourself and you don't have like just because you were raised a certain way doesn't mean that you gotta fall into those same footsteps, man. You gotta be a trailblazer. You gotta make your own path. Dude, I'm in Georgia. I don't even know a single person in Georgia, bro. I don't I had no I I don't know anybody down here. I just came here because the opportunity was there. I knew it was a better opportunity than me staying in freaking Paintsville, Kentucky, you know, getting some goofball job. Oh, I work here in the, you know, going to a stupid Apple Day Festival and seeing everybody. Everybody's got pot bellies and just looking around and just like, how's mom and him? God, dude. And, and if you get <laughs> And if you're doing that, <laughs> if you're living that life, man, it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. You see how hypocritical people are? <laughs> Trying to be this well-rounded person and then I just crap on my entire like, community back home. <laughs> oh, Jake, man, you're a train wreck. You're an absolute train wreck. But I, <laughs> I've learned a little bit, man. Uh, being a teacher, dude, you can do better. I will say that. I will say that. There, I don't know. I just, I just really think that, like English teachers, man. And I do it too. Like I write. I have creative writing, and I don't finish things. Like I have a very like. It's because I have a full time job. And it's like hard like to like get back on track, especially when you got like your family life when you come home. You don't you don't have that much time to like get all like get back to you know your creative writing business. You know what I'm saying? So like there's I've got so many like unfinished stories, it's not even funny. But I'm just saying like English teachers, is that the best you could do? I'm not like and I'm not trying to insult you and if I am, I'm sorry. But is this is this what you pictured? 
when you were reading Emily Dickinson? Is this what you were read like what you what you envisioned when you read The Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe for the first time? Is this what you imagine like you'd be doing with your life? And if it is, yeah, by all means, that's fine. We gotta have teachers, I guess. I'm just saying. Like, if you're inspired by all these things, and you, I, I can almost 100% guarantee that everybody wanted to be a writer who's an English teacher. They wanted, they wanted to do something way more than be disrespected by kids and have like people roll their eyes when they turn their back, and they know it. They know it's going down. They know these kids are cheating and copying off each other. They know it because they did it. You, I mean, they went to college and did keg stands and then took a freaking final the next day, you know, hung over. And then they got their stupid degree so they could teach. And now they're a teacher. These are idiots. <laughs> they're not idiots. They're not idiots. I'm an idiot, okay? I'm an idiot! <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's stop kidding each other like nobody's that nobody's perfect nobody's just like well-rounded awesome dude nobody has the right answer dude just go out there and live smoke a little smoke <laughs> drink a little drink i'm saying hey drinking is terrible by the way that's one thing i'm glad i stopped doing man i've i haven't like i can't tell you the last time i've been drunk yeah i've had like a, a beer with a steak you know like but i can't even tell you the last time i had a beer it's been like half a year I feel like that I've had a beer I mean like a single beer you know what I mean and I can't and, and even like the last time I've even been remotely intoxicated was probably like four or five years ago I just take life on the chin and I know like probably judging by my podcast you would have thought that like I was a raging alcoholic on the edge of suicide. But no. I'm sober, Jake. And I am on the edge of suicide. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, man. There's too much to be thankful for, dude. You're here. You know what I mean? You're here. You're the sperm that won. You know what I mean? Those other guys, 30 years ago, died. They, you beat them. You beat them to the finish line. So... Do it for them. Do it for those little guys. And I guarantee they would rather be, you know, you. I don't even know what I'm doing, bro. I don't even know what I'm doing. All right, guys, y'all have a good one. This podcast is absolutely stupid, but uh, y'all be good. <laughs>